Coming up on Locked On Angels, who would you build this team around? Shohei Otani or Mike Trout? John and I have decided, and we're going to share who we're building our team around. Plus, what player are we watching this weekend? And you you have vented, and we have some voicemails, and it's beautiful. So we're going to share those with you. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can share the pod with your friends, hit that share button. You can rate and review the pod and it helps others to find it. And you can subscribe to the pod on YouTube. Click that little bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Hey, we're glad you decided to join us for this edition of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. We appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us, spend some time with the Super Halo Bros, the Frisch Brothers. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. We are lifelong fans of this Halo team through the good and the bad. And if you needed any proof of that, well, we're still here at the end of <laughs> yes. this uh, this season and <laughs> at the end of this week, actually. <laughs> this is proof that we are fans because we're still talking about it. We still have smiles on our faces. We still have joy in our hearts and our team is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, you and I wanted to ask the question today. Who would you rather build around, Mike Trout or Shohei Otani and why? Well, you and I put our heads together and we got together and thought of who we'd want to build around. Listen, you and I are huge fans of Mike Trout. We have been since he's come up. He's been the face of this team since he debuted, honestly. And then in 2012, his rookie season just crushed it. But the thing is, they've had 10 years to build around Mike Trout. And this front office, this ownership, seems to have failed in that regard. Right. And haven't done a very good job of building around him. So while we wouldn't take away Mike Trout, we wouldn't discount anything that he's done and we still like him to be part of this team for the foreseeable future which he is he's got that long-term contract i don't think he's going anywhere we decided what would it look like to build around shohei otani let's put on our gm hats and front office hats and see how this goes so why don't you start us out what would building around otani look like for this Halo team. Well, let's start with the obvious. We really like Shohei because he plays every day. And Mm -hmm. his day off is intentional if he ever does take a day off. I mean, this Mm -hmm. guy's in the game. He fouls the ball off his thigh, and then he hits a double, and he's fine. Or he he gets... stealing bags. Yeah, he gets (laughs) stomped on by a Mariners pitcher, and he still stays in there and hits another double or triple, right? Like So this guy (laughs) is just made of steel, and he's Superman, not a unicorn. He's Superman. And so he plays every day and he's always improving. And Johnny, I don't know if you saw this article or not, but they talked about, it was The Athletic, talked about how Shohei debuted a new slider in -hmm. his last start. Like, that's a leader, John. That's somebody who is already really great, and he's trying new things. He's a draw, and that's Mm -hmm. why we've decided to build around him. People will come to see him perform, even if the team is terrible. And so here are some specific ways that we would build around Shohei. 
First, I would get five solid starting pitchers around mm. Shohei Otani. I mm-hmm. want pitchers that throw deep into ball games and that eat up innings. And so if mm. I'm looking at this team right now and I'm the GM, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to keep Detmers because Reed has really improved. He would be the ace of this staff if Shohei wasn't on this staff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep Sandoval, even though he can drive us nuts, and even though he can kind of have that pitch count really start to get deep, heavy, right? Like he's not going to allow not going to allow him to get deep into a game. But right. I'm going to keep him because I think he's got a lot of potential, and I'm also going to keep Suarez because of what I've seen from him in his last four or five starts. They're all going to be in my rotation, and then I'm going to bring Michael Lorenzen back because I think oh, I can get him on a yeah. on a easy deal, a deal that's not going to break the bank. And Lorenzen's going to eat up some innings. And here's the benefit with Michael: if that if he's not a great starter, you can throw him into the bullpen, and then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add a really strong starting pitcher. And here's the two names that I'm thinking of. Mike Clevenger or Mm -hmm. Aaron Nola. They're both free agents, and I would bring them in to be the number two or the number three starting pitcher in this six-man rotation with these five guys holding it down. So that's how I would build around Shohei when it comes to starting pitching. John, why don't you talk about the bullpen? Well, a note on Nola, they have a club option in Philadelphia. So... Mm. They've got to make the decision to let him go. I don't know. Will they do that? <laughs> the Phillies? I'm curious to see how that's going to go because yeah. Aaron Nola is one of their best pitchers, obviously. Right. Uh, so that would be interesting. But I, I love the Aaron Nola addition. So if he becomes a free agent in the offseason, I think the Angels go full bore and they and they go after him. Some yeah. other names I think would be great. Sean Manaya, uh, that would be an interesting decision. Chris Bassett, of course. These are names that you and I have brought up in the past, I think would supplement this six-man rotation very well, and maybe even go back and get Syndergaard. I think Syndergaard uh, really liked it here. I think that I would like to see that as well, but I like building that five solid starting pitching rotation around Shohei. Let's talk about that bullpen. Let's get some new faces in there. I want to utilize the young guys like like, uh, Rodriguez and even Ben Joyce. So you have Chris Rodriguez, Ben Joyce, and then you need some confident pitchers to eat some innings. And that would be like Jaime Barilla. He's had a great job doing that so far this year. And they've used him in high leverage, low leverage, all kinds of situations. And then, Mike, you and I talked about getting a, a potential closer. And perhaps we could get Edwin Diaz. Yeah. This got brought up in a voicemail uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we kind of it just had come off the... Rysel Iglesias discussion and how expensive he was. Now, if Edwin Diaz is affordable, then I think that that would be an option there. Sure. And it wouldn't if if it wasn't something that was like a long term thing. Uh, I think that would be a great decision because you want somebody to lock down the back end of that bullpen. But yeah, I think I think Sam Bachman could also be a potential uh, choice at the end of that bullpen, and and maybe even Ben Joyce. I still like Austin Warren. I still like. Andrew Wance, I yeah. think those guys do a great job. Let's get back Archie Bradley. We like Archie Bradley, and he's the only one who had some swag and some fire on the mound. And so we know that we have another year of Tapera, another year of Loop. So you really have a lot of options. And Sam Bachman uh, and Chris Rodriguez, who's coming back next year, and possibly even Griffin Canning. Yeah. And see how he shapes out in the next year or so, uh, because he's also had his injuries 
as well. What do we do on the offensive side, Mike? I'm going to get a bat, and I'm going to get a bat that is a high-contact guy that doesn't strike out a lot. I need a high mm. average. I need someone who's going to get on base for Shohei. Andrew Benatendi is a guy that's out there. He can play mm-hmm. outfield for us. He's got a great arm. He plays great defensively. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, we've talked about Trey Turner, that type of player at shortstop. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a, a, a Dansby Swanson, perhaps. We can bring him in and he's going to be a free agent. And so those are the types of people that I would bring in to get a bat. And then when we're talking about Shohei, Johnny, if we're going to build around him, I'm going to give him a deal where he's paid well, but he has options. And so I would start by offering him maybe a shorter deal with opt-out options, maybe after two years or after three years. So Mm -hmm. throwing this out there, please don't judge me, Angel fans, but like a seven-year deal with an opt-out after year three, and I'm paying Mm -hmm. him $40 million a year because that's what you have with a batter like Shohei, about $20 million, and then a pitcher like Shohei, another $20 million. So I'm paying him about $40 million a year with a couple of opt-outs if he wants to get out of his deal, if the Angels Mm -hmm. haven't proven to him that they're going to win. So that's what I would do with the lineup. That's what I would do with Shohei's deal. But Johnny, we got to talk about manager. Who do we bring in? If we're going to build around Shohei, who do we bring in to lead this team? Because it's not Phil Nevin. Obviously, it's not Joe Madden. So who are we bringing in to build around Shohei? Well, look, I think Joe Madden and Phil Nevin, by extension, have done a great job letting Shohei dictate his schedule, letting him dictate when he's playing or when he needs a day off. And so that part of the conversation, I feel like they did a great job. And even even Nevin, even though we were frustrated with him as a manager, I think he's handled Shohei very well. But I think that you need somebody who's got a history with his team, who's got fire and passion. And when I saw him speak at the 2002 World Series celebration, I was there in person. Darren Erstad, baby. I like yes. that guy because yes. he has a connection with his team. And he's had success at the college level, and I think that that would translate very well to the major league level. And again, we need somebody with a a passionate leadership who can uh, be stern and keep the guys focused and keep them in their place, but also not be afraid to have some fun and also, more importantly, give Shohei Otani the flexibility to dictate his schedule. Yeah. And then the last thing I think that you and I both agree on, if we're going to build around Shohei, uh, we're going to go over the luxury tax and we're going to spend money on players. And this is going to help us win. And money, when you spend money, you make money and you're going to make money because you're going to draw eyes to the product and people are going to show up. And I know that all of the resources aren't just dependent on people showing up, but the Dodgers are an example of what happens when you spend the money. Their mm-hmm. stadium is packed, even when it's like a Wednesday afternoon game and it's 100 degrees outside. People are there to watch <laughs> this team. And so that's what we're going to do if we're going to build around Shohei. We're going to get some bats. We're going to get some pitchers. We're going to really stack that bullpen. We're going to pay Shohei, and we're going to go over the luxury tax because we think that this is a guy that you should build around, and I think that this is a commitment that the Angels will not regret making if they decide to build around Shohei Otani in the coming years. And last year, we had those $3 tickets all throughout September. I wonder if they're going to do that again this season. They owe it to us. They're going to have to. But that's the thing. Look at how much money you're losing because you don't have a winning product on the field and you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You discount your tickets like that and 
there goes a bunch of ad revenue or uh, attendance revenue right there. Right. And, and I'll be interested to see if they do that in September. So if you want to win, if you want to put a winning product out there and you want the fans to keep returning at a price that is beneficial to you, you have to spend money to keep Shohei here. You have to spend money on the right players and you have to go over that luxury tax. Well, coming up on Locked On Angels, you called and vented, and we're going to share those voicemails because they are fantastic. They are fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. So get ready for that. And also, Locked On Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, even combat sports like MMA, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. So head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the actions happening today. BetOnline is where the game starts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And as we head to Detroit this weekend, starting tonight, the Angels are going to be taking on the Tigers for the first time, actually, this season, which is surprising. But you know what happened? A year ago, we had a series in Detroit, and we were pretty successful. Uh, And I'll speak to that in just a little bit. But what we like to do, Mike, is have our players to watch this weekend. So who are you watching? What do you want to see this weekend? Go for it, Mike. Well, he's supposed to be back tonight, and that is Mike Trout. He's supposed to be back in the lineup. And so I'm going to watch Mike Trout, and here's what I'm watching for. I'm curious about his bat speed. I want Mm -hmm. to see if there's any residual effects of his back being hurt, being out for a long time. Like, does his eye change, or is that just naturally Mike Trout? Does his Mm. bat speed, is it going to be okay, or is he going to slow down? I'm also curious about his outfield play. What that Mm -hmm. back will do and dictate as he's in the outfield. Will he actually hustle as fast as he can? Will he dive for balls? Will he try Mm. to jump up against the wall? Those are the things that I'm really curious about. And I'm curious about how Phil Nevin will use him because Phil is going to be managing him and Phil is going to have to make decisions on if Trout is going to play all weekend long or if Trout is going to play up until like a certain point in the game are they going to ease him back in and I'm going to be watching his swing and I'm going to be looking for that Trout swing in the zone is he going to be able Mm -hmm. to barrel the ball a good indication if he's doing all right and reading the ball really well will be the exit velocity on some of the the hits that he has whether they're outs or whether they're hits and he's successful watch that exit velocity because that is an indication that he is on the ball and he's hitting the ball really really hard so there's a few things to pay attention to this weekend as we watch Mike Trout gosh I'm hopeful that Trout hasn't missed a beat and that he walks into Detroit and he leads us to victory and he gets a couple of home runs he knocks in a couple of runs makes a couple of great plays in the outfield it'll be really fun to watch him play again because outside of all the talk about him not going to the playoffs and outside of all the talk about like he's gonna have to retire because of his back (laughs) he's just really fun to watch and yeah 
I can't wait to watch him this weekend, and I'm hopeful that this will be one of those Mike Trout against the Mariners, except they're the Tigers sort of weekend, where he just dominates them, hits home runs, knocks in some runs, perhaps even steals bags. If he's stealing some bags, then we're going to know that Trout is feeling pretty good. If he goes first to third, we're going to know that Trout is doing pretty good. So those are the things that I'm watching, and Mike Trout is the player that I'm watching this weekend. Where are you going to put him in the uh, in the lineup? I actually would have Mike Trout bat second. I would put him at the okay. top of the lineup, right behind David Fletcher, or maybe have Otani bat second and Trout bat third, because I like Fletch at the top, and having yeah. those bats at the top I think will be really, really great. And then you can move maybe a Renjifo down to like maybe clean up or even fifth in the order because he's been really, really great and will be mm-hmm. supposed to be in the lineup and that his back issue was just that he needed needed to break. So that's where I'm going to put Trout in my starting lineup. You know, I was thinking uh, yesterday we got the news, Steven Duggar it did get sent down to AAA. So this is a pretty good indication that Mike Trout will be good to go this weekend. Now, speaking of outfielders, the player I'm watching this weekend is is Joe Adele. I know you picked him last weekend, but I'm curious as to what's going to happen because do you remember one year ago we were in Detroit and Joe Adele helped the Angels come back from like a 9 to 1 deficit and we had the uh the the Angels come all the way back. We had that call and Joe Adele was part of that because he hit the go ahead grand slam. That's right. I remember in that. Detroit. Yep. And so we had an epic comeback victory. Now I'm curious to see what's going to happen this weekend, given that Mike Trout is back. If you want runs, if you want offensive production, you got to have Joe Adele in this lineup. Now that's not to say that Magnari Sierra hasn't been producing. In fact, when he gets on base, it's usually a pretty good indication that he's going to score. And so I imagine the time will be split somehow between Joe Adele and Sierra, but I want to see Joe Adele start all three games and I want to see Sierra come in perhaps as a pinch runner, a defensive replacement for Trout later on in the game, as you mentioned, just to ease him back into the the role that he's in this weekend. But Joe Adele's got to be in this lineup all three games. I know he hurt his finger, but hopefully he has recovered from that and can be in the outfield because Duggar was sent down. It seems like Joe Adele will also be ready to play this weekend. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. We know he can swing the bat well. Let's get him some starts this weekend and let's take this series against the Tigers and turn around this awful, awful week that we've had. Locked on Angels is brought to you by Liver Health Formula. Did you know that the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? Well, if you didn't, you now know. And if you've been listening all week, you certainly know because we've talked about this all week. A lot of our modern diets are rich in unhealthy processed food. And most of it has overworked our livers. But now it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting super nutrients that work together to wake up a sluggish liver and it turns it into a toxin-flushing, fat-burning machine. No more bloated belly, no more uncomfortable digestion, no more feeling tired and having low energy all the time. And best of all, Liver Health Formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. And as a listener 
of this podcast, you can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today. And when you do, you can claim a free bottle of CurbFit. CurbFit is a safe and natural appetite suppressant, and it makes it really easy to say no to those unhealthy foods. And so if you're interested in this, we would love for you to visit getliverhelp.com slash MLB. Again, getliverhelp.com slash MLB. Try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of CurbFit with your order. Again, that website is getliverhelp.com slash MLB. Get started. Go there today. We are going to start a brand new tradition here on Locked on Angels. Every Friday, we want your venting voicemails. Now, you know, we do Monday mailbags where we're talking about the Angels and we respond to those. But look, it's been a rough season and we just want you to vent. So if you want to give us a call, 714-409-6396 to vent and share your venting voicemail, just know that it won't be part of Mailbag Monday. It'll be part of the venting voicemails on Friday. So let's go into the weekend and let off some steam, Mike. Okay. Here we go with our first venting voicemail. I'm ready. Hello, my name's Bronson. I'm from Orange County, and I just want to say, can we please DFA Jesse Chavez? This guy has been in the big leagues for God knows who, how, however long, and every time I watch this guy pitch, the game just gets worse. Like, I already thought that the game was already going on a decline as we were going into the eighth. And when I saw Jesse Chavez walk out, I knew it was it was about to get worse. And we ended up losing eight to two. All I'm saying is I'd rather him be DFA'd than him, him, him even be on the team taking up a roster spot. That's all. Thank you. Love the podcast. Love listening to it. Go Halos. 2023 is the season. Let's do it. Booyah. Bronson from Orange (laughs) County. I love that, Mike. He ended with a booyah. Booyah. (laughs) Shout out to Stu Scott. (laughs) I just knew, I just knew Jesse Chavez that this was going to get worse. (laughs) That made me laugh. That is what every Angel fan felt like. And so I am with you, D F A. Like, Like, send him away because. For some reason, he cannot pitch when he is in an angel uniform, but can pitch no everywhere else. He's like this year's Steve Ciszek, where we were just <laughs> so frustrated with that guy. And so, yes, I'm with you. Like, let's just give the ball to somebody else and let him earn his stripes instead of giving it to somebody who really should not be earning stripes at all, but should be pitching really well. And I get he's in there to eat up innings. I get he's in there because we may not have somebody that's going to play that role. But let's find somebody because this but is getting He's ridiculous. been in so many high leverage situations. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bad decisions from the dugout, let's go to this voicemail right here. Hi, John and Mike. This is Terry, and I'm calling from Irvine. And you guys are addictive. You are often my first view in the morning on YouTube. I just want to make a comment on Phil Nevins and his comment on the the um, the other night when the individual walked on three pitches. Who's watching that from the bench? We have these professional coaches and managers and such. And he blamed it on the umpire, and I agree the umpire should be accurate. But somebody's got to watch the umpires. And uh, I just I just see this 
this situation in the dugout as um, is failing, and I know he's probably not going to last through this uh, the end of the season after the season. Um, but uh, just really wanted to share that Phil Nevin's comment. Thanks so much, Terry from Irvine. Thank you so much for your voicemail. She's right. Who's watching yeah. the umpires? Who? What are the? What are the bench coaches? What are the coaches? What? What's Phil Nevin doing? What? Right. How do they let this one get away? What he's doing is not his job. That's the problem, right. Johnny. And and I love I love how she approached it. That was her venting level. Like. I just have a comment about Phil Nevin. <laughs> I think this is ridiculous. Well, to be, to be fair, I selected it because, you know, this is our first venting voicemail. No, it's so great. I'm sure the energy will be uh, uh, up in the coming weeks. Hey, listen, but- I really appreciate it because what it does is, it you know, you're not going to get stirred up. You're not going to get an ulcer, but you're proving a point. I love that it was right. practical. It was yes. reasonable. And it was very straightforward. And you didn't have to yell and didn't have to scream. That was my favorite voicemail. And yeah, <laughs> Phil Nevin's not doing his job, nor is the rest of the bench doing their job like why is this happening and and how is it allowed to happen and why wouldn't you go and check because everybody was looking around going wait was yeah three balls or was that there was plenty four? of time to like, check yeah and so they could have gone out and just asked even gosh even patrick o'neill from the booth was like it's only ball three guys and <laughs> hey, wait a minute yeah and he even knew so maybe he could probably manage better than phil nevin can manage yeah. no kidding no kidding all right we got one last voicemail for venting voicemails. Here we go. Uh, great song, guys. Enjoy it every morning. Um, just the thought, this is Jim from Yorba Linda. I'd like to see uh, Chad Wallach be brought up. He's the only guy that hasn't been designated by for assignment and caught a uh, no-hitter this year. I'd uh, like to see Stassi out of there. I don't think that's... It was horrible that he looked at so many fastballs this season and now his play behind the plate is uh, is just horrible. And um, I'm still having problems recovering from the Philadelphia when Suzuki um, had um, Iglesias on the mound, bases loaded. And anybody that played MLB The Show knows you don't throw an inside fastball to Bryce Harper. So many of his... Uh, Home runs on YouTube are inside fastballs, and yet Suzuki called an inside fastball, and then um, and then in extra innings called a uh, I believe an off-speed pitch uh, for the game winner, and uh, that reminds me of Sosha, who in one season on O2 counts, uh, his catchers and pitchers gave up 24 home runs on O2 counts on curveballs. Enough. Bring up uh, Chad. Let him be the uh, let him be the key catcher for the rest of the season, and bring up Ohapi. Take some of the pressure off him, but let's see if he can hit major league hitting. Take care. Keep up the good work, Jim from Yorba Linda. Thank you for your voicemail. Why has Chad Wallach been sitting in AAA when our catchers have struggled so much? Stassi struggled so much. You know what I think it is, Mike? I think they gave Stassi the extension, and they don't want the optics of sending him down to AAA to work on some things. Yeah, which I think is a total wrong approach to fixing and helping a player. 
Yeah, this is the lame duck season. And so what happens in a lame duck season is that you don't have anybody that's going to make any really strategic, thoughtful decisions. And so to bring up Chad Wallach is a strategic, thoughtful decision. And to have <laughs> Max Stassi be the backup and maybe DFA Suzuki or something along those lines right. would be strategic and thoughtful. But the problem is they probably don't want to make a big decision on Stassi because they're going to need him next year and they don't want to do any damage in the organizational relationship with him. But the truth is, like, that's a great decision. Let's figure this out. Let's bring up some of those guys. Because if you're not playing well, you're going to lose your job. If you're not playing well, we're going to replace you with somebody else. But there isn't a threat on this team for that. Everybody just keeps kind of, yeah, sure, go ahead, Velasquez. We're going to put you back out there. And sure, go ahead, Stassi. We're going to throw you back out there. And that's not saying, hey, we trust you. That's saying we don't have anybody else to replace you or we're afraid to replace you. So yeah, I'm on the bring Chad Wallach back up train. I agree 100%. I do too. And I think that next year it'll be an interesting situation because we're going to want to see Ohapi probably with this team, if not at the beginning of the season by like June or something like that, because man, that guy is just crushing it. And I like what Jim said. Let's see if we can hit some major league talent, like bring them up for a week or so this season and just give it a try because what do we have to lose? We have nothing else to play for except to see what these guys have. And the fact that we've let Max Stassi and Suzuki just run this ship for as long as they have, man, he's right about that Philadelphia thing and pitching inside to Bryce Harper. Good grief. What a mistake that was. And that's why he hit that grand slam. So give these guys a try. You have nothing else to lose this season. And, and I love Kurt Suzuki. Maybe he can be a coach at some point and he's been much better this year than last year, but the, for him to still be on this team when you have plenty of other options is just a mistake in my eyes. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB podcast show with our friend Soli. He brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every major league team and shares some of the biggest stories from around the league. So follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you're going to want to follow us this weekend at Locked On Angels on Twitter and, of course, at Super Halo Rose on Twitter and Instagram because, Mike, Monday is... It's just another Mailbag Monday. (laughs) Yeah, send us your questions, your thoughts, your 2023 plan, who you would build around. And, of course, you can always give us a call, 714-409-6396. I love that. Yes, and please, uh, uh, any questions you have, comments, uh, send them our way on Twitter and Instagram or give us a call on the voicemail line. And, of course, if you happen to vent, we'll save it for next Friday's venting voicemails because I think we're going to need it. Uh, (laughs) Something tells me we're going to need it by next Friday as well. So in the meantime, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, We'll see you back here on Monday. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we look forward to hearing from you over the weekend, and we want you to take care, and we'll see you back here for more Locked on Angels.